0: Just go to indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: What's up everybody? And welcome into the Backliners Podcast. It's Eric, it's Agro and Barracuda as per usual. And as per Eric. usual, I cannot talk. Yeah, I was gonna do like our couple name there potentially, like Ericuda. Um, that doesn't really work very well because there's no Gs. Um, Agri-cuda like, could be I okay. I like,
2: you and Clumsy. I was like, you guys oh. have a oh, together. That's okay. adorable. Yeah. yeah. I mean
1: that is adorable. We might need to work on that.
3: <laughs> okay, well my
1: first thought was Clugro, and I didn't really like the like that.
3: That's not exactly because you're really on your shit, huh? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, that's the podcast all the time. Uh, that's that's always how it goes. Okay, Clugro is not good. We're gonna have to work that's, on that's that.
3: That's not no, we're gonna have to source for ideas on this one.
1: Ba- yeah, we'll wait.
3: Baragra... Barra
1: Bear Baragrakuda um has some potential.
3: It really I feel like we're, we're making the next battle right champion right here that's what i hear <laughs> oh
1: yes dude that is, a that ragu- is our, the day that aj lets us just remake battle right champions <laughs> clumsy is gonna be uh is gonna be a good day for us for sure that uh what clumsy and i are is battle scream? right stands
2: oh well, yeah I was saying, scream calling me dumb he said dumb girl surely surely not Surely you wouldn't. No, sure, <laughs> surely
1: not. Uh, as you can tell, this is going to be another episode where you're all in an absolute mood because that's literally every episode of The Backliners. But we're super happy to be joined by my, uh, by my boss and senior, <laughs> e-sports, uh, <or> senior <laughs> esports, senior game designer, for Smite, clumsy, uh, uh, yeah. clumsy. Thanks for hopping on, man. I'm excited for you of to course. tell everyone uh, none of the, my terrible ideas that I've had, and only all of my good moments, uh, which are, of See, course, there a, are many.
3: I have a terrible memory, so I only remember the good things, the things that we actually put into the game. So,
1: it's all <sighs> thank, good. Lucky for God. you. Thank God. So lucky for me. Um, we asked you guys last time about the style of podcast. I read YouTube comments against my better judgment. Um you know, I got all your DMs and all that kind of stuff, but it seems like everyone was a really big fan of the slowing slow down but mm-hmm. kind of go a little bit more in depth on how we got there for a lot of these and uh, Clumsy was a great choice for that because um he was uh alongside I mean it, all of this is always a huge team effort, but um, it was really Clumsy that was leading a lot of the brainstorming early on for mid season, um, so I think that he's going to bring a really good perspective on why we did what we did and, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So uh, let's uh, let's get it started here, Barry. Uh, we we are only on masks. We only got through glyphs in an hour. We are going to get through masks and earrings today, yeah. and that is a promise. Um, and I won't I won't say anything more than that. So, Barry, why don't you uh, give you give the elevator for. Uh, uh-huh. For what happened with the masks, and then we can give a little detail.
2: Uh, basically the masks are now starter items. They, you know, they were a little like OP before. So now, you know, starter items make them a little more balanceable. I think I'm just talking here as a professional <laughs> no, player. No, yeah, keep going. Yeah,
1: D- uh, you just can leave uh, out the I thinks if they're if it's yeah. a positive statement. You know, okay. Only, only positive, uh, yeah.
2: Definitely makes it easier to balance for sure, 100%. No doubt. Uh, rank. Reyna's Mask, also a starter, which I uh, kind of forgot that item was in the game, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> didn't really know it existed. You saw, like, the occasional Fighter's Mask start, I think, at the beginning of Season 9 in yeah. Solo, but, mm. for, again, forgot that item existed as well. Uh, Loto's Mask, basically just OP for a while, you know, on certain Mage Supports, and then Protector's Mask, you know, it's just a Tier 1, guys. It's it's yeah, It's, <laughs> it's just, just a, a starter one. item, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. So basically, like Bear said, masks were very polarizing. Um, not unexpectedly. Uh, clumsy, That you, you will appreciate this story. I remember, what season did masks get introduced? Was that season five? Does anybody know? Uh, if that's a question for me, that's no, like, I, uh, I that started this conversation I mean. saying, your memory is sucked <laughs> yeah, here. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, No, I, this is where chat... It's you with the historical in. facts. Like. Yeah, instantly quizzes you upon uh, upon instantly. No, I, uh, I'm i pretty sure they were like season five. I had not I... been going to balance meetings for very long. Um, mm. It was pretty rare uh, at, up until that point. And that was when we were starting to go a little bit more often and uh please no one correlate that with their enjoyment of the game if it's in a negative <laughs> way. um and i remember the designers uh at the time kind of pitched masks i believe those were a mid-season uh item um when those were introduced and they were like hey guys this is our plan for mid-season what do you think and up until that point um i had had pretty like I had known where I stood on a lot of what we were talking about and like what I thought should happen and what they were ha- you know what they thought and and I was really following for the most part I don't think I've ever felt as useless as I did in that exact moment where they were like how do you think this is going to affect the game um and I was like you know the initial masks were these uh the the very similar to how they are now but there was also a third in Bumba's mask that Mm -hmm. reduced your damage to give you movement speed and all this kind of stuff and they were like you know how do you think this impacts the pro meta and i was like i'm a i'm gonna be real with you guys i have absolutely no clue i have no idea what this is Mm -hmm. gonna do to the game um the idea of reducing a stat that heavily uh to to increase another stat very heavily was just like melted my brain on a way that i could you know from especially at that time i hadn't been casting quite as long so i still had a lot more player mentality and so my mentality was always like okay how do i break this like this is what i'm going to do when i read this this is exactly how i'm going to like exploit it all that kind of stuff they're like all right how do you break this and i was like uh i don't know um and that has happened a lot of times since then uh clumsy when midseason
3: you... five a guy Mid- I did some investigating Mid-season five is when they came out
1: there you go perfect wow. yeah mid-season five right on the morning okay, so. yep that is uh that that checks out for my timeline yeah I was just like I have no idea and then that has continued to happen many many times uh throughout the years and that's when I know that we've done something or that the team has done something exciting is when I don't know the answer anymore mm-hmm. um when you suggested what when the when the boots removal discussion came up Last oh, year, I I'm had so the same feeling. i so excited for that. Um, I was like, I don't know what it could possibly do. Um, so, yeah, that, that's uh, that's kind of where I was. I don't know why I went on that long tangent. Because this is a you, podcast, and that's what, like...
3: You were asking a question there at the end, but I completely cut you off.
1: Um, was I? I don't... I don't.
3: You said clumsy something, and I went mid-season five and completely drunk. <laughs> do you...
1: Uh, d- do you You're remember you one now, yeah well you know what the question was right yeah here's uh, my question that i was totally planning on asking the whole time um what do you remember from the initial mask uh ideas and iterations that you guys had way back in the day again you said first thing uh, my memory isn't great here's me uh remember this four years ago please
3: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. let me just make up a scenario that fits this context real quick <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i think at the time right it was, it was a bit of a crazy idea with the masks of just having positive things and giving you negative things like that was just something that i think everyone was a bit like internally was not necessarily confused about was just very surprised that we were going that direction, but in a good way. Like you said, we, we didn't know what was going to happen, but that's that's not to say that's a design fault. That's something that's something we encourage and we want to continue playing around with, and you see that with mid-season going on now. is like, we can't predict every outcome, whether that's going to be new conquest starts or jungle buff changes or whatever it might be. We can only just, like, measure and play test to make sure that, you know, things feel fun and things are positive and we're not making the game worse. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, go from there. And the masks, you know got have been changed so maybe this (laughs) analogy isn't the best but but on initial release they were exciting they were new they were fun and i mean you know boombas definitely was the one that needed to go and we were totally Mm -hmm. fine with that um but for a small period of time i really liked running it down with the morrigan with boombas
1: (laughs) yeah who didn't love to yeah if if you guys didn't get a chance to zoom with boombas uh you missed out because was it healthy for the game absolutely not was it really fun for you Yeah, it was really, really fun. If you were the one playing regrowth, Bumbas, Sobek, uh, there was no—that was like the most fun you could have in a Smite game, as far as I am concerned. Baron, did that ever make it to scrims?
2: Uh, probably. You are asking the other guy with a terrible memory on this podcast. (laughs) This is great. I love this.
1: this I've surrounded myself with excellent talent here.
2: Um, yeah, probably a few scrims, um, but probably none like seriously uh the bumba's morgan definitely got scrim play though that was mm. actually like op and that was good maybe like a tear i think
1: yeah bumba's tear was it sounds like it it saw some play i vaguely remember yeah. like
2: that and like i don't know if like bumba's kumba ever did but i'm just remembering like all the super annoying like full movement speed characters that just harass you the entire time
1: yeah, it w- it was not a great time. By the way, uh, for all of our listeners, this isn't going to be great content for you, but all of our viewers are getting a, a lily moment here. That's that's clumsy's cat, yeah. and she is uh, she is like the cutest cat, except for Barra's cats as well. Except for Barra's cats. cats. Thank exactly. you. Yeah, yeah. all yep. cats are equally cute. That's right. That 100%. is a good cat. There's no doubt about that. So that brings us to masks. Um, I suppose <laughs> I should get back on topic because, like I said, I promised how far we would get. Um, like Barrow was talking about, I, we yeah. just felt like masks in general were so polarizing and they also were really difficult to utilize properly. Um, It was very easy to build Lono's or Rangda's at the wrong time on the wrong character with the wrong build, (laughs) all that kind of stuff and get aggressively punished for it very, very quickly. Um, And a big thing that we talked about a lot was the power curve um and wanting to really smooth it out um i think that's something that that the design team long before i joined uh has done very well with over the years is smooth out how it feels on different item power spikes when you think of old smite many many years ago um with you know early season rod of tahuti where it just outright increased your magical power by a certain percentage When you have these really heavy spike items, it requires your build before you hit your spike item to be way below power level to compensate for how far above power level you're going to be once you complete your spike item. And that just doesn't lead to very fun, dynamic gameplay because you spend a lot of the game feeling weak and not fun. And then you spend the after parts having a lot of fun and feeling very strong, but it doesn't feel very fair because you just hit that point and now it's you, you kind of pass your point of interaction. So, I felt like masks were one of the few items that still suffered from that old rod of Tahuti problem that didn't that didn't mm-hmm. scale properly um and spiked too hard. And so that's why uh we went with this per level um restriction on the starters. Like you said, I think that the ability to balance it is a huge reason why it becoming a starter Makes a lot of sense. And we felt like in our discussions, clumsy, I I, I really, uh, if you haven't listened to the podcast since a whole lot recently, this. Is, you're, I hope you're not like, oh my God, this is the stuff he's talking about on this podcast. Um, early on in our discussions for this item, uh, and what we wanted to do with the masks, because I don't think we came in with, we want to make the masks a starter. It was just, we want to make something happen with the masks. Mm-hmm. And... I think we ended up on the starter because we kind of boiled it down to... I remember the discussion being, okay, what do the masks do? What is their purpose? And it's to change the way that your character plays the game. To try and do something different that is outside your normal realm of strength. And we decided on starter items because it lets these players play that identity. To change their identity from the minute they leave the fountain. And not just when they complete the item. Um, is that... I- am I uh, properly representing how that discussion went, Clumsy?
3: Yeah, pretty much. I think s- them being starter items was something that, you know, we we knew going in that was, uh, like, a top consideration mm. because we just, you know, played around with starter items recently. We we wanted to see if we wanted to not necessarily expand on that system but enhance that system. Um, you know, there's always outliers on starter items that we're you know, always going to be considering. And then we also had the, the paired items, um, you know, that we'll talk about, about the earrings. Mm-hmm. And... One of the main mid-season goals was just like, okay, how can we take what we currently have and shift it in a way that makes sense with the patch as a whole? And the earrings were something that came up to be something, hey, like, what, what can we also do to spice up the game? And both of those fulfilled the same kind of design space of, like like you mentioned, shifting your class's identity a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, the masks already were non-starter items previously like the earrings are now and it didn't make sense like they didn't fit that design space where they currently were at so making them and putting them to starter items where you can just do this gameplay shift from the beginning of the game felt a lot healthier um so yeah that's the long expanded way of saying yeah you're right
1: (laughs) that's exactly what podcasts are for affirming that i'm right and doing it in a way that is that is that is fairly lengthy that's like the whole point um i don't know again i don't know if this is uh this is exactly what um I don't know how much detail i really it i always like err on the side of caution but i think that this is funny enough that i'm willing to risk it i remember like a huge struggle that i've had as a designer um, is that it see like it, in my opinion coming up with the ideas for things isn't always that hard usually that's one of the easier parts of it it's getting things to work within your constraints i've talked about that a lot but also like making Clear in the language that we have previously used in the game. And <laughs> sure. I have been I really pushed hard for this stack mechanic on Lonos and on Rangdas. Um to do this. If you build the way we want you to, then you're going to get the benefit. Because you should like like I said, I think that a lot of players read these items and didn't know exactly where to build them. And you could make a very compelling argument that we have only made that more complicated in a way. But that like, I do wish that there was a less wordy way to word these passives um for the upgrades in particular. But I I felt very strongly that this was the correct way to go about it. But man, my first iteration of like how this stack mechanic worked was so so much more complicated and so much worse and you know clumsy and aj really talked me off the ledge on like how complicated i could word uh this including you know i talked about how complicated clause passive was and all that kind of stuff uh wording wise before but i'm very i'm I, like just looking at this passive and seeing how much shorter it is than my first iteration on this like makes me feel a lot better from uh from where it ended up, I don't know if you remember the first one I sent you, clumsy, but it was literally like th- twice as long as. as I remember as us places.
3: going back and forth on it, like just between the two of us, and to the, with the design team, and just specifically with AJ, and it was like playing tug of war. It's like, all right, a little bit here, a little bit there. Oh no, is there ever going to be a way we could actually fit this into the passive, or should we just come up with something new completely? Like right now, it's like, okay, yeah. no wait, we got this. We we can, we can make this happen. Let's 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 figure it out, clean things up, and I think we got there.
1: Yeah, I think we did too, um, and. I think that while this is a mathy type of description as is Bancroft's claw um, I'm I'm really excited about what we can do with solutions like this because I think it lets us build in fail safes to our to our item passives um you know like Bancroft's claw needing to have a certain amount of magical power you know to increase the effectiveness of it means that we can get around the abuse case of like shing chen with bancroft's claw like in the middle of your team <laughs> dealing a million damage getting a massive shield all the time um it's just going to require a little bit of mo- a little bit more reading you know that's uh
2: that's all. yeah i'll be honest i didn't even know Lono's game m- damage mit and protections <laughs> oh
1: barry you had to play against it this weekend you like they could have bought it against you
2: you realize how many words are in this patch?
1: <laughs> yes. That's what I was. Ju- I just spent 10 minutes it's talking about words. how many words are in this patch. Notes. Exactly. Yes. That's a lot, a lot of words. I know. Like, can you paraphrase what you just said for me? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, ADC. Well, clumsy. I will say that this podcast is a really good way. Uh, good exercise for me because I'm, working with like the premier ADC brain uh, guy, you know, like (laughs) I know if Barra gets what I'm saying, uh-huh. that it's that it's good enough that like i don't need to simplify it anymore not to say that bera is stupid for the record um he just has adc
2: definitely brain. not stupid those are
1: know. two different things stupid <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It's ADC good brain for a second yeah. <laughs> definitely Look, not yes.
2: adc brain is a condition that you yes. just oh, yeah. get dealt like yeah. somewhere in life you know you start queuing some adc and one thing leads to another yeah i i do have a degree i probably shouldn't you know have that degree (laughs) 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 but uh, i do thank you yeah thank you chat look like there's a
1: big difference between being stupid and having adc brain like adc brain is just like i don't feel like reading that that thing Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna left click them um being stupid is paying more than 15 dollars a month for premium wireless service you know that That is what's being stupid you know and luckily today's episode sponsor can help us out with that it's mint mobile of course we all know them, we all love them uh what what else do you need to hear about mint mobile is the thing that i keep asking myself because you have all these amazing perks you don't need to change your phone you get to keep all of your existing contacts you get to upgrade your wireless network because it's running on the nation's large nation's largest 5g network what was i saying i it's my first mint mobile ad guys i've never done one of these before um (laughs) nation's largest 5g network you get to keep all of your existing contacts you get to keep your phone you get to start at two lines for family plans which is really big uh you know family plans oftentimes you have to jump through a lot of hoops not with mint mobile it's super easy in the in the the big thing is it's only 15 bucks a month i mean we just talked about how Vera has adc brain but yep. he knows that mint mobile is the best
2: yeah at least uh, Agro told me it was and I believed him because <laughs> he's a disciple <laughs> <laughs> he paraphrased it for you
1: yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I dumbed I, it down for him a little bit
2: yeah aggro just had a lot of sentences but i heard cheap and good and supports us and supports ryan reynolds and you know clumsy loves it too and i've yeah. been oh, yeah. obviously using it for months now and on my most recent trip to high res i had my uh, twitch stream up the whole time Listening to the games while mm-hmm. I was driving, so it was very nice.
1: And you're driving and... from the middle of nowhere, Georgia, as well.
2: Yeah, uh, that's actually the name of it. Yeah, middle <laughs> well, of well, nowhere. I'm not trying to yeah. dox you, bro. i'm not <laughs> no, trying to not <laughs> Come on, I'm
1: not trying to give out your town. That's not what I'm trying to do. Yeah,
2: that's that's fair. It's also I don't think they're called towns anymore, but that's fair. <laughs> what are you?
1: Are <laughs> are you they're towns. Of course are <laughs> towns. What? what, what we just the stop using?
2: What, is what it a new zoomer
1: word because yeah, that's is, a whole and me you on the same page you're like, what, <laughs> what we got lermy like, yeah. zooming it up all the time lermy's in chat maybe she can tell us what towns are called now because apparently oh they are
2: towns i just think towns are like an rpg term you know i gotta go <laughs> over to town to buy some items but, you know i thought it's like yeah
1: hmm. yeah you're, you're see? not wrong see? Yeah. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not, I'm not calling it your village. Like that's not what I'm doing.
2: You know, like what in the town world is, is going a step on? above village, bro? Town is just a. Oh, I feel village. like we
3: need the the ADC brain hierarchy of what's yeah. like town, villages, towns,
1: cities, capital um, communities. Yeah, you know,
2: community isn't a town. That's just like it's a, a sense. That is it a is show. a good show. That is a good show. Um, so, do you want to get to your third item, or you want to like? Uh... <laughs> no, I
1: want to tell them where to go to get this premium wireless oh. service, Barra. If if Mint Mobile <laughs> is sounding good to you, uh, in you in your town where you live, because you live in one, because your still village exist, or your village or your community, or, city. Uh, or your zone, as Aurora said in chat, <laughs> uh, you just get at mintmobile.com/backliners. Okay, so you get your new wireless plan for just fifteen bucks a month. And get the plan shipped straight to your door for free, no matter what town you live in. Go to mintmobile.com backliners. That's mintmobile.com backliners. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash backliners. Um, yeah, before we move on, I think that uh, Rangda's is, is in a slightly different category than Lono's to me, because Lono's was seeing a good amount of play, specifically at the high level. Um,
2: is Rangda's just made because Lono's is made?
1: No, I don't think so. I think it's a fair question. Um, But I think that there is a lot of space for full damage uh, frontliners. And that there is, I mean, it being made just because Lonos is made is enough justification in my mind because if we're letting squishy characters be tanky, why can't we let tanky characters be squishy Mm -hmm. um, at the same time? But... I think that it also does have its own – it has its yep. own set of, like, things that it can do. Uh, it's just – Lono's doesn't have to wade through – new Lono's does not have to wade through seasons of unplayability mm-hmm. to convince people that it's that it's worth trying and worth playing um, in this new iteration. Rangda's does. And we talked about this a lot last week where if an item – if you have a 7 out of 10 in your item build – and we release yep. a new 7 out of 10, it's never getting built. Um, Rangda's has been at like a 1 for <laughs> seasons, basically. Um, and it, it it takes a lot of momentum in order to to get that out of, of players' minds. You know, we also mm-hmm. have our fair share of problems that are getting fixed in the future. So I think that as players get more used to it and as those get fixed, um, I do think that Rangda's is pretty... is ha- has a lot of... Has a lot of things going for it. um I, I, yeah. I think there's definitely space for Rangdas to be, you know, I, if Rangdas is the best thing you can build in SPL, that's probably cause for concern. um mm-hmm. But I think it is certainly viable enough to go out and, and win your ranked game or you know to have have a lot of fun with your friends and do pretty well. That's that's my general feeling on it. Clumsy, were you gonna say something?
3: No, no, exactly. I, I mean it. Like John was saying, that they're mirrored, right? Um, I, both of you guys were saying it in a way to, to, to different points. So good on you guys. Is that, uh, yeah, you're gonna, being able to turn squishy characters into tanks. That's that's one side of the coin. Being able to turn tanky characters squishier and therefore give them more damage is the other side of the coin. So in a way, they're they're mirror items. It does make sense. Uh, did they need to exist both together? Not necessarily. Is it a fun design exercise to try out? Probably. And like was saying at the end, it's scary if Rangdas is meta versus if Lono's is meta. Turning these squishy characters into tanks. They weren't designed from the forefronts to have the same kind of kits that, uh, tanky characters have, so inherently it's gonna feel a lot different. Now, that's really cool, right? That allows us for the class shift. But if you just turn every tank and gave them a lot of damage, we've already seen what that can do with just normal item builds. It's- it's already possible to a degree, it's- and it's pretty scary. Um, if Rangda's was allowed to do that and if it was meta, yeah, I think I think, we'd be, I think we've already talked about how that would be the first thing we'd want to nerf, is we don't want it necessarily to be an item you see every game. Uh, Lono's is... I'm not saying we want to do that for Lono's, but it's a lot safer if that's the case. It's a lot safer mm-hmm. if you see a lot more mage supports than it is to see Hercules running it down mid with Ragnus. You now, uh, would that be cool for a little while? Yeah, I think so. And is it a lot healthier potentially in other game modes? It's something we always want to consider as well. It's, it's probably a lot more fun to try that in, in, in an arena match than it is maybe to do in your, in your SPL Conquest games. Now, would mm-hmm. we like to see that still? maybe a little bit i, th- I think there's yeah. always a chance right if, if we're seeing some of these these crazy picks uh going back to like the to the spl of just things are crazy right now at least when i'm watching it as like a complete newbie you guys are doing some weird stuff and if rang does end up being one of them and if it's you know I, I can definitely see some people picking it up just to give it a try
2: i was thinking maybe you can run like a nice little sylvanish jungle ring does you know oh, yeah. and just go ganking lanes and one shot that sounds fun
1: Dude, Sylvanas bangs with Rangda's for sure. Clumsy, do you remember the one uh, playtest we had with Rangda's or no? it Was with yes. w- with fighters where the passive wasn't calculating properly yeah, and it was. I
3: think I was Hercules. You were Ganesh.
1: Yeah, basically, uh, instead of doing this uh, per point two five per level, I think it was doing like twenty five per level or something <laughs> like that. Like something got horribly, something went horribly wrong. And I Ganesh ulted clumsy for like, uh, literally one tick did like 1.9k or something like that. And then he hurt bouldered me in literally one. (laughs) I just flattened the team. That was that was kind of fun for a little while, but definitely not chippable. (laughs) No, not chippable. Very fun. It was like Barry, you'll appreciate this as a Halo player. This was this was the Guardian version of SWAT from halo like everyone oh, was like, just getting one tapped uh all the time i thought
2: you were gonna say griff ball
1: no it wasn't griff ball because it, you you could do it from like a you know a far enough distance like mm-hmm. i would like dash it clumsy and he would have to herk one away or else he would get one shot <laughs> oh yeah i feel like,
3: like <laughs> never concentrated more in a game like that because i'm like <laughs> i need to predict exactly when he's gonna blink in with the rest of his team because he's gonna just drop something on my face
1: yeah it was absolutely right? awesome i remember uh i ganesh won chris one of our effects artists uh i ganesh won chris for like 1400 damage in one Ganesh (laughs) (laughs) one, basically one shot him he was playing adc and i was like crying i was laughing so hard (laughs) because uh this is a joke literally for just clumsy and learn but just imagining chris getting hit by four for 1400 by a ganesh one like filled my soul with with oh yeah
3: because he was on my team in that way and i remember him just going like i remember him just basically going Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he got a little bit upset, like surely that's not what you guys intentionally designed. Right. But that little gasp of surprise at first was like, you don't expect that.
1: Yeah. You think uh, it's just a Ganesh walking up to you and then you're dead um, in in one one. Uh, it, w- it was awesome. It was very.
3: And I also didn't know there was a bug at the time, right? Like this was our one of our right. first times testing it. it. So when, when Chris was like, is this intentional, which was his very next question, I go, uh, I don't know if the numbers are off or if it's bugs, but it's pretty like. aggro. no, we'll find yes.
1: out. <laughs> Technically yeah. yes. Yeah, I was like, wow, this is doing a lot. Um, and then you literally one shot me with a two auto, I think, or something like that, and I was like, okay, something is something has gone horribly wrong somewhere along the line. There have been some Another very good. Yeah, we should uh, we should really uh, we should start compiling clumsy like the. Oh my god, this is the most broken thing that's ever happened in playtests uh type of type of story that that would be very because like, I've only been on the design team for a little bit, and there have been some busted playtests that have been really, I mean, really fun. I'm
3: sure you've said it on the podcast before, but Baron Somini pre-release is Oh my was... god,
1: that was I don't know if I have told that story before. I, have you not? So. Well now yeah. because well now you said now that you said it, I feel like I'm allowed to. When I first played Baron. <laughs> he wasn't so remember release baron was insanely op uh he was crazy on release imagine those stats maybe even a little bit better because this was a few weeks before he shipped and instead of being slow in his ult he was faster he gained movement (laughs) speed instead of lost movement speed (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was zooming it was absolutely insane so i didn't get to play test very much those days that was when we were play like obviously everyone was in studio we had to go to the play test room all that kind of stuff uh i like that was maybe one of my first two play tests i had ever done uh it was my first time playing a new god i think um and i was like you know i i didn't we have play test etiquette and all that kind of stuff and some internal rules I wasn't as well versed in those as I was as I am now. And so I was pretty fed already. You know, I was I was putting in some work. And then I remember AJ was playing Mercury Jungle against me. And I I remember he came up behind me at mid-harpies and I just ulted and turned and he merc dashed around the corner and I followed him the whole way around With the corner. Your ulti. In my ulti and caught him and stunned him and insta killed him because it was really sparing, you know, playtest baron and i was doing a million damage and i hear aj because those are those are we're just in a room we're just kind of like separated by by a, a pillar um i hear i hear him go okay man i'm mercury and i was like <laughs> yeah that's fair dude like that is fair i was literally i was laughing like maniacally that whole playtest. Yeah. i think i ended with like 20 kills i think i was literally like 20 and 2 or something like that and i was like pawn that is not balanced, and I just had the best smite I that was yeah, the most fun I, I ever love had. It. Like it was so much fun. So there I had one of those with yours, with one of your gods, Clumsy. Oh no, I'm sure. <laughs> I had my uh my first Cthulhu playtest. Oh, okay. I don't remember exactly. It was how his passive worked. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I don't know if you'll remember. Um, but he got a lot more damage mitigation than he did once he was released. Um and i built oni i just i just basically did the build that people are doing now with stacking damage mitigation because i've thought it's been op forever but especially on cthulhu you like gained more mitigation when you ulted you like tripled your passive mitigation or something like that when you ulted i feel like i basically i had oni hunters spirit robe like all the mitigation i could get and then i remember we lost that play test and i could not believe it because i was literally 1v5ing every team player. Yeah. Uh i was absolutely it took everyone forever to kill me. Um and that was another like this is hilariously op and so fun. I was li- i literally had like 75% damage mitigation in my in my Cthulhu ultimate on top of all the hp. That was that was a really fun playtest.
4: So
2: one for everyone else.
1: No, what's the MOBAs are a zero zero sum game, Barra. There's only so much fun to be had on the map at any given time.
2: That is true. That is very true.
1: It's not my fault That's if I had all of it. it. Clumsy sitting there like listening to the story, he's like, dude, when I play your god for the first time, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> do, I'm gonna make I'm gonna write down every broken little thing that, that it has and uh and No, nah, we were just right talking it.
3: about um like it, it wasn't that wildly crazy, but one of the things that I enjoyed, we were just talking about like Chernobyl, the first one that I gotta work on, right? Yeah. And like how it went post I was just checking up the facts like it it, re- it did release where his ulti would uh, trigger his passive on every basic attack It did actually release that, that way. I released? forgot if that got through PTA. Yeah, it did. I'm looking at it right now Yeah, Holy cow. Uh, season 5. It did release. I don't know if, if Barra remembers it, Wait. but yeah, we did cut it
2: Yeah, Although, I think that was a thing for quite, a while.
3: yeah, it was actually quite yeah. a while
2: Holy cow Yeah, I was like maybe Chernobyl is like kind of like not bad, but I remember that passion. I was like that makes this old Definitely worse yeah. 5.8 now, out, five point eight he came out
3: five points uh ish, Eighteen? Eighteen, yeah. So wow. for almost the entire year.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Imagine thinking good. that gold is bad. Or like imagine gold having that now and like how yep. insane it would be with how with how I mean if we it
3: had is. it at one point we can just add it back, right? Like just nerf yeah, him a little true. bit and give would, him back. I'm sure it'll be fine.
1: Would what, what would you trade Barrett to get turno passive to proc on every auto when he's in his when he's after he's ulted? Uh, let's do a negotiation fly. live on me you can't fly globally <laughs> you
3: just proc and you just have a stim <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> um mana for give me like a little apollo nerf give me like mana per travel distance mm. so like some ghost you won't be able to fly to because you don't have enough mana
3: how about whenever you reach the ghost, you're just out of mana. Just you're just always at zero. Oh, just only yourself.
2: basic attacking. That's Apollo without trans, dude. Yeah. All right. You here's my th- med.
1: That just inspired me. These are the types of messages that Clumsy gets all the time. And the only reason I'm saying this uh, <laughs> on the podcast is because I'm so sure this idea sucks. All right, Clumsy. Here's here's a new god thing. Um, all right. No. Uh, an ability so powerful, you instantly oom yourself. That's part of the cost. A hundred percent of your available mana, but you get to go absolutely hammy salami i don't know what that exactly that means but like you get to you get a bunch of movement speed basic attack damage all that kind of stuff but you lose all of your mana
3: i feel like that depending on how strong that is that might actually not be or that might be uh, still worth the cost right Just pick up like a med every game get a lot of mp5 items
1: oh it'd be super grossed yeah yeah if
3: it's if it's too good might be might be too strong
1: yeah it's uh it, it, yeah it would definitely be too good okay let's talk some some earrings um this this was the new item tree uh in the mid season. Uh, Bear, I'm taking your job. I'm sorry, but I, yeah, we, I know, right? I know we we do have to we do have to move it a little bit. <laughs> Someone's been talking too much. Yeah, um. um <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> 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 um, it, look, the the tier three item. Then we haven't done a new tier three item tree in a while. I was really excited when we were talking about this as a possibility for mid season. Um. We went through a lot of different iterations for these, but clumsy, two of these, um, you came to me with right away and we're like, Hey, I had this idea. What do you think? Like, let's try and iterate and and make a whole tree out of, out of these things. Um, your, your brain cooked up Griffin wing and and Sphinx's baubles very early. Uh, how did you kind of come to, to those ideas? If you don't mind me asking.
3: Yeah, for sure. It's it's like what I mentioned a little bit earlier with masks. I think when we came up with coming up with like the goal was to create a new item tree that was unique that you know, we, you probably haven't seen those kinds of applications in spite. You know, we we kept comparing them to Arthurian style items, not because we wanted them to proc off of the ulti, but they're just like when we introduced the Arthurian items, they kind of fundamentally changed a lot of different ways that you you uh, go into fights, and you know, whether that's class restrictions, whether that's you know the the Meridan and its many different formations, um, or whether they end up being like meta ones like um you know Pridwin, uh, Pridwin, uh, and Arundite. Yeah, Yes, those are the two that I was thinking. Um, now with these ones, I think we wanted to break the mold even more. I mean, we've been going on, you know, smites, smites, getting more and more mature. Whether whether we are designers, <laughs> I don't know, but it's, and we, I think it's it's time to just spice things up, right? So what can we do on that cl- class shifting vibe that can kind of take these different characters, take these different roles, and flex them a little bit, right? There's the player base always saying, hey, we don't we don't like class flexibility. That's not true. <laughs> this is no. another way for us us to show that we are very comfortable with just like. Designing new things that allow you to just play the game in a different way. So I think along that route, I was always, you know there was a few different iterations of and a few different designs of these earring uh, of these earrings,
1: mm-hmm.
3: including the the basic attack version ones. And I think the the thing that was important as well from the beginning was that we don't we didn't want um, like all of these just to be restricted to one class right mm-hmm. uh griffin wing earrings obviously it makes a lot more sense for it to be restricted to the, to the ranged classes uh the ones that can primarily use them like hunters and mages but it it could have originally just been for hunters and that was definitely not the case like you know whether it's poseidon or zeus one day that can use griffin wings that'd be pretty sweet mm-hmm. um but there's other ones like the basic attack mages and stuff that can and what what can we do what, what can we play around with those archetypes to just fundamentally break things in a way that you know will be recoverable and then we can unbreak eventually, um, because who knows, right? It's not like these weren't scary additions. I think both of these and all the ones that we worked on, right? They, they took a lot of engineering and programming time to make sure that they actually worked.
4: Yeah. Um,
3: and yeah, so I, I think that was, that was the goal. And we had a lot of, I think I came to with like a list of several different ones. I think these are the only two that made it. Um, yes. Because the other ones might have been either too, too boring or a little bit even too wild.
1: Yeah, I think, um, (laughs) I remember, uh, when you were like, okay, here are my ideas for the new item tree. Um, we want, you know, your, your call to the Arthurian items was definitely very helpful. Um, and was something that I thought about a lot when, you know, I was helping iterate on these when I was, you know, working on the ones that uh, on Bobble and Griffin Wing and when we were trying to brainstorm what to do for the other two and like all that kind of stuff. Like that, the the headline that I, that I tried to keep in mind was something that fundamentally changes the way that you play. Uh, and good Lord, is that hard to do? Like when you, like you've got <laughs> nine years of, Playing the game ten years, you know, like, okay, what's something that you you can't do? And it's like, well, I've spent so long just thinking of what I can do that I can't think of the things that I can't do. You know what I mean? Yeah.
3: Um, yeah, it's it's not an easy design space, uh, but you know, I, th- I think it was, a, it was a fun challenge.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it was super fun. Um, you know, Bobble obviously uh, experiencing some issues right now, so a little little sad about that. I mean, we all we all are very sad about that, but excited to see what people can do with it once it's back. Um, That that one is definitely the one that is getting the most hype right now. Um, And understandably so. Uh, I think Bobble is definitely an item that has a lot of scary cases, um, but it also, I think, is certainly worth working through those scary cases and getting it to a point where it's not as scary but it's still as exciting um i do not think that this is inherently you know uns you know i've just seen so many wildly hot takes on reddit and that kind of stuff and i get it it's all this is a new scary zone that who knows what can really happen um but i think that there is a, a very easily attainable world where bobble is really good in certain scenarios and really not good in other scenarios and feels punishable and feels like a cost and, and all that kind of stuff and still enables you to do all these really fun, exciting things.
3: Yeah. And I mean, I feel like one of the design spaces, that's always something that we're going to like the community is always going to keep an eye on. And I think that's also uh, quite recent is, is cooldown reduction. Yep. And we saw, we saw clips on, you know, on Reddit on social, uh, of Bobble and of like, you know, I think hebwa and just different ways of propping this with Boombas, et cetera. And it just reminded me immediately. And I'm not saying this is not the, it, it Bobble could be too strong. That, that mm. That's fine. Um, But it's, I don't think it's unsalvageable and it harkened back immediately to when we introduced, um, malicious deathbringer Mm -hmm. and people, I saw the exact same thing, Red Eclipse immediately of like, okay, this plus boombas plus that. And like, look, look at me go like this needs an internal cooldown and needs to be like Mm -hmm. deleted from the game instantly. And then Mm -hmm. on live probably could use buffs.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's what we, so uh, as many, as many longtime fans will know, I'm a huge card game player in particular, magic, the gathering, uh, that that's what that space likes to call a magical christmas land where like everything goes your way you draw the perfect sequence of cards your opponent has zero interaction i can win on turn one and it's like yep in magical christmas land you can win on turn one but it just doesn't actually happen that well uh a lot of these clips that i see of, of bobble where it's like oh i get to loop my sukiyomi one infinitely at zero cooldown i'm like wouldn't that person have been dead 15 sukiyomi ones ago if you just like if they were in a real game, or you had damage, you know what I yeah. mean. Like, there,
3: there's the, the I, I don't know if it was the same Hebo one because I don't want to like call that one out because sure. I know. I know if I say that specifically, someone's like going to go find it and be like, this is exactly how I'm going to prove you wrong. Right. But in something like that, you know, he was doing like the the first ability, the, the water hands, into basic attacks with the the boombox procs. and it's just like showing how like strong you can do that. And I'm like, if you just went a damage build and ulti, that guy would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you can just kill that guy. You're just gone. He's just gone. Yeah, that's. Uh, but then you know that's. It's fun and it's new and it's exciting. And, and yeah, it seems really broken, but sometimes it's good to take a step back and go, is this actually what's best? Like it, it's different, but is it actually just better? Uh, and and sometimes in those weird Magical Christmas land scenarios, uh, yeah.
3: they are not. And you know, X amount of seasons after this, when we continue doing the Backlands podcast, you know, year fifty, uh, we're gonna look <laughs> back and just be like, "You remember when we first started with masks?" And we're like, "Remember when we first started with the earring tree?"
1: Yeah. Like, what were those designers thinking? Dude, that's very, very possible. I would be very surprised if we didn't have any of those. That's for sure. The
3: um, answer will still be we're trying to create stuff that's wacky and fun that people can enjoy, and if we need to balance them downwards or delete them, you know, those are not. Uh, out of the question
1: it's better to have made it op and lost to it than to have never introduced <laughs> the new item at all you know that's uh it's that i think shakespeare said that i don't remember exactly what the hell Yep, was. yep, never, yep. Sure did. um barry as an adc player you i remember you know you were part of the group of pro players <laughs> that got to come in and kind of focus test mid-season with us and give us feedback and, and get your hands on it early um what was your initial reaction when when you were told of griffin wing
2: um i thought it was pretty cool um my initial reaction was kind of the same to back when like leather cowl and uh dt got put back into the game where i thought that this item was going to be hard to fit in your build because it's only power and attack speed Mm -hmm. and those items have always been hard to fit in adc builds um and i still kind of feel that way because it doesn't actually like increase your damage i mean obviously it decreases your damage mm-hmm. but <laughs> it's hard to think about in a sense of like like when you're going to use this item it's for mid to long range auto attacks mm-hmm. which at the end of the day are probably still 50 50 depending on how the team fight's going
4: mm-hmm.
2: obviously it's good in those trading situations and lane 1v1s but at that point, you're like one to two items into your build, so it's gonna be hard to fit there, in my opinion. Um, the MP5 and the attack speed are obviously like very attractive, but I just for like a professional build, I don't think you can easily fit it in currently. Um, which, I, in my opinion, it's uh, more of a more it's more of a for fun item than a serious item, um, which in my opinion is a good thing.
1: Yeah, I don't think anyone wants to be hit with like homing, hunter autos, mm-hmm. uh, which you know this doesn't make it home. But the I remember clumsy's elevator pitch for this item being, "What if your basic attacks were just like hit scan?" Uh, and I was like, "Holy crap! Like that is wild to think about." Um, mm-hmm. And I think it turned out really well in that scenario. Uh, and I think that for me personally it's the same sort of thing as rang does if griffin wing was just like the de facto best hunter item that probably is a, is a scary world um yep. but if i can queue up it, for those of you out there if you have not tried Zibalanke with griffin wing and you're in basic attacking <laughs> during your ultimate with the increased range uh you have robbed yourself of a great game um because it feels really really fun and doing those those weird unique things, uh, if you haven't played Run and had Griffin Wing earrings in your ba- in your ultimate, oh yeah, uh, and seen how fast projectiles can go, uh, you've robbed yourself of a good time. Um,
2: Wait, it works on Freya, right? Yes, it does work on Freya. Okay, yeah, I built that in a saw game earlier, and I was like, no way, I'm going crazy. It feels very good late game on Freya, like absolutely insane. Like I game. believe
1: it. That's like an instant ranged slow, and, uh, yep. and that seems pretty good on Freya, who doesn't need 15% extra basic attack damage. She's kind of killing you yeah. in that... In She's an overkiller. Yeah. yeah.
2: Right. And then for Sphinx or for Bobble, whatever, mm-hmm. um, I think I would like to see the damage dealt and ability healing decreased a little higher. Just, I think uh, I have a pretty, like... I'm just scared of that item in general. Sure. Um, But I think it's a good scare, not like a... I, don't know, I, I agree with you guys like putting these items in the game is good health wise for the game because it makes you think and like makes you try to break the game even further. But as a competitor, like goes both ways. It's like, how sure. broken do you want it to be? Oh, you know? Of course. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I think the item overall is a really fun item. Yeah. I, I think... have not seen mana core spikes at all. Like ever.
1: Yeah. Spikes have been having some issues again that we're, that we're looking to work through. Hopefully that'll be, that'll be done soon. Um, spikes spikes is an interesting one and fablest hoops these were i I thought long and hard about like okay other things like griffin wing and sphinx's bobble like other caps that we can break or like speeds that we can you know something like increasing projectile speed and and i personally just didn't have anything that i was happy enough with to to bring forward and so that's why i kind of went off in this different direction of let's that i got really stuck for a for a few days on like breaking a stat like what stat can we break what game rule can we break in order to make this uh in order to fill two more item slots in this in this tree and i think it was clumsy who gave me the very good advice of just, don't think about it that way just think change your gameplay like It doesn't have to change it in the same way we just want your gameplay to change and and that's how we kind of ended up on this well we haven't done any items that actually force you to move and grab deploy you know pickups on the ground in the middle of your team fight um, in order to get these bonus effects Um, and we've seen you know how much fun the you know chasing after and trying to grab these cups or the or the flowers from the first conquest map of the year uh really were and juicing the obelisk and all that kind of stuff like that has been such a a fun gameplay loop that um i think that it makes a lot of sense to incorporate a lot of those same types of mechanics into the itemization um both spikes and hoops are in a way like they haven't seen as much play as Bobble did when it was in and and Griffin way I've seen a lot more experimentation with those two but to me these feel a little bit scarier because they are just increasing something that you do well already uh mm-hmm. to be even better um, and maybe they ended up not being quite exciting enough in that regard um, but especially with something like with manticore spikes you know we just went through all these patches with tanks are doing too much damage they have too much lethality on backliners i was very wary of like adding more lethality to tanks on backliners um immediately but it still feels like a, it you have a lot of different boxes to check and ways to execute it and, and it feels pretty play-aroundable um so i think that the the, the direction is okay but i just didn't want to m- make that number like super high and all of a sudden make cc heavy characters super lethal and for the same reason fay blessed hoops Th- this one was clumsy i don't know if you were i think you were in that play test one of the first play tests in mid-season when everyone was trying out the new items i think fay got the most negative yeah, reaction
3: no, I... oh okay i thought you were talking about the other play test okay, no, no.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll get that out in a minute we got the most <laughs> negative reaction of fay and i was like man i don't know if this passive is going to make it, like, I don't know if this Mm -hmm. is good Mm -hmm. enough or exciting enough in any way. And, uh, I checked in with AJ like the next day and, and we were talking about midseason and all that kind of stuff. And he was like, and I told him that, you know, by far the most negative reaction was to Fae And it, no one was very excited about it. And no, you know, I asked like, if we just bump the numbers, they were like, no, I don't really think so. I don't think it's really working. Um, and AJ was like, all you've got to just make the number as, it, obviously don't make it like absolutely insane, but just like pump the number to a point that you think feels absolutely unreasonable and just see if that, if they know, to, you know, see if it's feeling good at then um, mm-hmm. If it isn't feeling good at an unbalanceable number, then that's probably indicative of a problem, but I've got a feeling it's, it'll be fine. Um And that's what I did. And I think we play tested it at like 25% of your max HP or something like that. And uh it was busted what <laughs> it was real well, yeah. good uh and then we and then we did some balance from there um but this was the item that i was like most unsure that people would like at all uh mm-hmm. and yeah i think we I, we got there to where it feels good um i mean in the play test that you guys played the pros like one did t- didn't was it no it wasn't your team barry was it mm-hmm. that went yeah, from it was a team we played against yeah the team one of the teams went five fabled hoops uh with yeah they five did. healers uh because they thought it was really really op um
2: and they were gonna win until we got onks and more anti-heal <laughs> than you would ever need in the game ever that's right uh, but when they were worse, healing oh sucks,
1: they uh they lost that game right
2: yeah i mean they the did lose it. Happened to us, five healers you know,
1: <laughs> yeah. five healers yep five fabled hoops yep
2: same thing happened to us in SPL, you know. We lost to the healer, so I think you guys gotta buff some healers.
1: You heard it here. Uh, yep. Write Woo! that down. Okay.
2: Yep. Clumsy, also, we can do it. Why? Yeah. Uh, maybe not. For the hoops, why do all of them have like HP five and MP five on them? Items.
1: Gener- there are some very rare exceptions, but generally, uh, if an item, an item has to have a stat the same stats as the the child item that it's building off of so every so if the tier two has this stat like x stat and y stat the -hmm. tier three can have additional stats but it needs x stat and y stat um and that's why like the arthurian item tree has a very inefficient tier one with just one stat and that's why earrings are the same way because it's building for four different types of gods, big stat spreads, and needs to have the base stat of the of the tier ones. So that's why they all have MP five. We, I don't like the th- most of our iterations of these because they're so cheap. Um, we it's
2: like you didn't want to give like prots or like power. To, yeah, I, well, I guess, yeah like, these like power, yeah.
1: yeah the other two have power spikes and hoops i think that that there is a world where these could have some amount of protection um Mm -hmm. but i think that because they are 2200 gold they are in the the lowest tier of tier three cost in the game um i think it makes sense for them to not be particularly stat efficient especially because their passives are so stat efficient in comparison to most like Mm -hmm. tier three passives like yes it doesn't its base stats aren't that good but if you consider its passives in terms of stats that it provides uh like manticores is basically giving tanks a crazy soul reaver effect on them like basing on their their own max hp if you were to put that into a power stat that like you know once every 10 seconds your next ability does this amount of bonus damage this item would have to be like 3200 gold um yeah that makes sense so, because they are difficult to execute uh, and require you to do a lot more, that's why this is. These are the stat spreads that they shipped with. Um, you know, if it turns out that those aren't the right ones, then we'll change them. I, mm-hmm. I don't think that they're. Uh, no nah, they're perfect. It, we got this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he said it. We uh, <laughs> threw
3: the dartboard and it hit a bullseye. Easy. easy.
2: <laughs> but yeah, yeah these two. Also, uh, these two are wild. Go ahead, Barry. It seems like like the CCR is kind of random on Manticores, too, I guess, because sure. it's like a frontliner based item. But it just seems, it's like you have to make it like bad enough and good enough at the same time to where it's approachable but not OP. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yep. that seems that seems difficult. So have fun. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, that's the. Job. It's like a mini mask tree in a
3: way. Yeah, it's like yeah, if you mix yeah. masks and Arthurian items. This is you get you get earrings.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you get a little bit of you get a little bit of something different here. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see once spikes gets fixed. I think that this item has a lot of potential to do a lot of really crazy things. Um, like one thing that I would definitely be trying is what if I just went like early sovereignty because you know that item is really good. An early sovereign to your Thebes, and not if I didn't think that I was under a whole lot of threat to die, but even if I am, if you build binding into spikes, you've spent less than four, like you've spent less than 5,000 gold for two items that give you a lot of utility and some amount of defensive stats that make you a real threat, but also. It isn't just you that becomes the threat, right? Like, binding also helps your teammates. Spikes also help your teammates. Um, I think that, like, a really cheap two item spike of binding and spikes together uh, probably ends up feeling pretty good, is my guess. You'd be low on prots, but, you know, just build them later. Forehead.
2: Just stack your thieves later, bro.
1: What, well, yeah. <laughs> if you can start with thieves. You can not, you don't need thieves every game, right? You can, uh, you can yeah, snag it you these guys later just,
2: on. you basically just buffed Pythag's too, which makes yep. it just approachable for you know some supports. Yep, Pythag's good. That are on the bolts. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
1: <laughs> you were getting Chronos pendant, bro. Okay.
3: Yeah, that's what exactly what I was thinking. So you have Kronos pendant.
2: You know, no, you know, sure. has health on it, right? Like I'm you're welcome sure against Valks. Jake, literally went it into Pythax. So right, like, well, I can't like fix it all boxes, for you. I'm, you, sure. you know? like... yeah, I'm just saying you keep giving him items and he keeps building them. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen, we're doing our best out here. Uh, and so is Jake. And that's all that anyone can ask for, right? Yep. That's, that's uh, all I can ask for. That's all you can <laughs> ask for. That is it. Um, all right. Good job, gang. We did get through both items and it's all, we're only like, three minutes over time that's uh that's not bad you know we've certainly yeah. done a lot worse on this show
2: um well some of us so what do you mean by that <laughs> just <to>
3: clarify
2: I. <laughs> uh, it was just something i said i didn't really have meaning but
3: <laughs> spotlight
2: lights <laughs> on all right understood easy uh, break
1: uh, okay, we've got our <laughs> random
2: question of the week. Uh, we're going back to
1: Red Buff Bandit's list. Here's the problem. I wrote down which ones we've done in a notebook, and then I left that notebook at my sister's place uh, when I was visiting a few weeks ago. So I You're don't like, know oh. exactly which one of these we've done. So I'm not going to let Clumsy pick a number because I'm going to have to pick one I know we haven't done quite yet.
2: I mean, Chad definitely knows.
1: Yeah, but they don't see the tweet. You know, only I'm seeing
2: the tweet. No, I mean, like, if you start reading have oh, don't no. Right,
1: I think we yeah. only have one no we have two more um clumsy pick but your numbers available are three and six
3: all right six
1: six okay who is your favorite mario character and what makes them more cool than the rest this is a good question i like this question
2: he's short and he's adorable and i've loved him since super mario 64 and i will always love him
1: so which one toad Uh, okay okay Bera, if it's a game where you can choose the color that Toad has, uh, what color are you going with?
2: Uh, like Default?
1: You're so boring, man.
2: I'm a Default guy, man. I use Recolors games, in SPL, though. man. Like, okay. come on.
1: No, Recolors are a swag move in the SPL. I mean, oh, you're thanks. looking... At the, In my opinion, the most iconic player-skin combo uh, is Anminster on Recolor Thor. Oh. Like... Mmm. That's like the swaggiest yeah. thing in the whole game as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, that uh that makes sense. Okay, Bear has got Toad, Clumsy, who you got?
3: Well, Mind split. So, that's fine. Um in for for some weird reason in the Mario Kart game specifically, I always played Dry Bones.
1: Yes, dude. I love Dry Bones. I don't
3: know, he was just always such a badass.
1: Yep. Dry He's bones. Just like
3: an undead kappa, like or Hammerbro, yep. like one of those guys. Little Koopa. you just Yeah, Koopa. There there you go. Um uh, but otherwise like you got, you know, you got to give Luigi props too. I play him in Smash Brothers too.
1: Yep. Luigi's sick. I I could literally do a whole podcast about Mario sports games in particular. Although I haven't played the new Superstar Strikers yet. I really need to. Um, in order of games that I have put the most time into in my life. And I, and I swear, I think this is true. Okay. <laughs> I swear. I think this is true. Wait, I disclaimer. I okay. can't say it for yeah, sure, right. but I feel yeah, like yeah, this yeah. is actually true. Okay. In order of uh-huh. games that I put the most time into. It is Smite number one. Then it is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Then I think it's Call of Duty Black Ops 2. And then in fourth place, with a large gap underneath that, is Mario Superstar Baseball for the GameCube.
2: Oh, okay.
1: I have I would bet my life savings against any human on Earth in Mario Superstar Baseball. I, I swear I would sweep the competitive circuit if there was one. Um... Like except against my boy like... except against my boy Gar, who we would play with, I would play with all the time. I love that game. Uh, what's, what's it called? Mario Superstar Baseball. It's the it Mario right baseball game on GameCube. Uh, I absolutely love this game. Oh. Dry Bones was one of my best picks on that game, Clumsy. Oh yeah, okay. needed a good the team construction in that game was very important. <laughs> um you see. But Dry Bones had a good sweet spot. Uh, left handed by default though of course Mario Superstar Baseball you can choose left or right handed uh, as you please um, and was my solid right fielder in many in in hundreds and hundreds of games and I mean that unironically Uh, Bera by the way Default Toad was my favorite Toad but I think Red Toad was better in Mario Superstar Baseball um, I've never seen Red Toad I could just I, I just want to do a whole show on Mario Superstar Baseball but here's the thing when it comes to Mario games they're They aren't supposed to be balanced. No one wants them to be balanced. Uh, It's a fun party game that you don't need to take too seriously, says the person who would just put up their life savings against anybody in Mario. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm a freak, and I will make anything that way. Um, Mario games are very fun, and here's what I want to do whenever I'm playing a Mario game. I want to just make the noises my character is making (laughs) because they make me happy on the inside. And that's why... Shy Guy is the best Mario shy guy. Character. Yeah, because anytime anything happens to you, positive or negative, you can just go wah, wah, and everyone's gonna know that you're Shy Guy, you know, and like yep. that's what's just gonna happen. Our guys up there 100%. Um, so, I love me some Shy Guy. Uh, I was a default Shy Guy player, my friend was a black Shy Guy player. Um, but you know, that's that's to be debated among the Mario Superstar baseball experts on which. Because each color of the characters did have different stat distributions. Um, you know. Oh, interesting okay. death there. Uh, but yeah, I thought default Shy Guy was better. Black Shy Guy so had more power, but way, like it was only home run power. He had nothing else. Um,
3: so what you're saying is we should change the recolors in Smite to give them different base stats.
1: Oh. Oh, interesting clumsy some different stats for for skin distribution
3: specifically not the syllable
1: oh ones. yeah just recolors okay yeah okay okay yeah i can see it this guy's he's good ladies and gentlemen you're seeing it right <laughs> he's good but yeah i'm going shy guy and and here and uh wario and waluigi because they make the best noises um wow. that, yeah exactly like, a wah, wah. like wah yeah that's, that's just funny. Wah. wah. Like that's just good. So I want to hear those noises as often as possible. Um default oh, okay. Mario test. I got you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh <laughs> default Mario is good though. Like if I don't know what I'm feeling, um, if I don't know if I'm in a trolling mood or whatever, which I usually am, uh, Mario himself is underrated. A lot of people don't want to pick him just because it's on his name's on the game, but don't hate the player, hate the game. You know what I'm saying?
2: Sorry, I've been looking up like Mario Superstar Baseball tier list.
1: No way! Do they do they have one?
2: Yeah, a lot. Really? Like, there a lot. Really, there are a lot more
1: than I. Yeah,
3: there are other people that take this game very seriously. As <laughs> yeah, well.
2: apparently, Dude, I would this,
1: absolutely this. slam them. There's no doubt in my mind. I think that I should do this on the podcast. Let me just read. Let me let me take a look at this one that Bear sent me, and then I'll. Uh... Okay, this is for second base and shortstop only. Are they on literal drugs? Uh, <laughs> that's, what are they talking like, about,
3: dude? Barrow made this himself really quickly.
1: Barrow, did you make this? And are you on drugs? Are you kidding it me? Was two War- years ago, Wario pretty much, the long re- game. pretty much required at shortstop or second base. That is psychotic. That is not Who's who you characters want. Characters next to Dry Bones. Uh, those are the Nokis. Those are the, uh, the little guys from uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Wario, DK, and Magikoopa are all terrible shortstops in second baseman. Um, There's
2: another tier list.
1: The best is, uh, I think I think Peach is the best shortstop in the game. Um, absolute, absolute beast. Um, you definitely is, that. images are made for ants
2: yeah that's what i was gonna say bro the quality in this picture is so bad i thought it was gonna like get better when i clicked on it nope same size
1: this is crazy um i can't believe that this is that this is what it's already
2: ruining your night like this
1: no that's all right um all right here's a top tier characters only game. bowser obviously peach in the top tier is controversial but i personally agree i thought peach was an excellent infielder um and her non-charge swing was like guaranteed base hits basically every time uh magic koopa uh wasn't our favorite but i can understand why excellent fielder yoshi top tier can pitch can field can hit does it all wario best pitcher or waluigi best pitcher in the game um excellent hammer bro high tier okay yeah this person knows what they're talking about a lot more um yes and they have pd piranha uh fairly high but they've got the 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 big dude from mario 64 what were they called uh you know the uh uh, mario sunshine six, oh sunshine yeah sorry remember. mario sunshine blue guys what are they called Little tree head piantas uh, oh yeah
2: wouldn't have got that
1: yeah i wouldn't have got that either these guys stink in mario superstar baseball they are not good um he uses a tree as the bat and the sweet spot just isn't very big um it's just not good now we're talking dk who punches the baseball that guy knows what was good
3: um that's pretty sweet
1: yeah dude this game was awesome i i absolutely love mario superstar baseball i'm gonna go look at those i'm gonna comment on three-year-old reddit posts about how <laughs> if you had
3: to, to choose about. one game to be like recreated would it be this one or battle
2: right
1: um probably battle right i just know it oh okay okay battle right just can can reach a larger audience uh i'm the only one who will be obsessed (laughs) with superstar baseball gotcha uh i know that this is not normal what i'm doing um but i accept it about myself anyways if i could choose one game though to be recreated in the modern era i don't know if anyone's gonna know this custom robo was this gamecube game where you basically had these, like, Gundams, more or less, that you would control, and you had a gun slot, a missile slot, a leg slot, a chassis, like, all this kind of stuff. And they were very customizable, and it was so fun. Um, And I think in the modern era, where you could actually, like, have longer progression and do more multiplayer stuff with it, because it was, like, GameCube um and therefore did not have like online that you could really do uh it was like a single player jrpg sort of thing uh it was awesome um custom robo would like go hard in today's gaming world i think i think that it would be a very popular game uh it was really really fun do you guys have a game this is all what always happens but normally it's the very beginning of the podcast do you guys have a game that you remember that was like really bad, but you had a lot of fun playing when you were younger?
2: Uh, I feel like that's like a lot of games. Well, I played the main Blizzard games growing up, like game Oh yeah, 2, StarCraft, Warcraft three. Those are good games. Yeah, I'm trying time. to think of a bad game that I liked. I don't think I really liked, I don't think I really played a lot of bad games. I was like a, I was, I was like the default guy that was playing like the popular games like Halo and really, the you didn't gods. like
1: go, we had, um, I well, grew up in the Pittsburgh area and our grocery store was called giant Eagle. Um, and they had a, a play like inside giant Eagle. You could go to Eagle video because Eagle with a Pittsburgh accent is pronounced Eagle. Um, uh, uh, okay. Eagle video was basically like a blockbuster uh and you could rent games from eagle video oh, and i w- every time we went grocery shopping i would rent a game for the week uh and then i'd have to beat it in a week to then return it next week to get a new game um or else i would have to wait two weeks that was obviously unacceptable so i played a ton of absolute garbage <laughs> games uh on like gamecube and playstation and xbox uh I played a lot of absolute garbage tier games. Um, I think the worst, though, was Zoids. The Zoids GameCube game was absolute hot garbage. I really hope that one day, like, we don't hire someone who worked on that game and they hear this podcast and hear me talking about how bad that game was. But my God, did it. It handled, like, man it handled like a zamboni driver that was like a drunk zamboni driver on a friggin' in a desert like it was just terrible um but lord was it hilariously fun that it was so bad like you could not instead of turning on a dime you like turn you like turned on a county line like you couldn't turn around to save your life in this game uh so if you missed, like, you had to spend, like, a good 15 seconds just getting back and oriented properly. Uh, but it was very fun. I just remember, like, laughing with my friends about how terrible the game was. And, I don't know, Custom Robo made me think of Zoids because, you know.
2: Yeah, I, I don't remember, like, any bad games from my childhood, or, like, growing up. I just remember being a just a guy that played all the standard games.
1: A default guy, if you will
2: yeah i mean i played a lot of like bad like congregate games like mini clip games oh hell yeah oh, yeah
1: those were great sure.
2: yeah but i don't remember like actually like making or asking my parents to spend money on like a bad game
1: yeah yeah no i was playing bad games on the regular uh, but it only cost a, i think it was like a dollar i think it was like a for dollar for week. a week um and then oh, if it week. took you if for if it was more than a week then you had to pay more when you returned mm. um but that's why I was really incentivized to only take a week to, to play these games. Or else my mom would be like, I'm returning it. And then I would never get to finish it. Um, see any bad games that you remember growing,
3: playing? I'm thinking like all these games. And the problem is like, if they were bad, I, I don't think I played them very often. <laughs> that's fair. But
1: I'm,
3: I'm like looking back at some of these games. I'm like, you know, I uh, I think it was, what was it Battle Tanks was one that I played on the N64. Okay. But I looked, I'm like looking at reviews. Yeah, N64 Battle Tanks battle tanks x because it was edgy global right. assault i'm like oh, looking up reviews it's like you know it's it's gotten good reviews about it. damn did i play the hell out of that game
1: yeah absolutely yeah you guys were both pc gamers huh you guys weren't console gamers as much
2: um uh, I, played I played some little... nintendo console games yeah i played a lot of console growing up i think at like 16 actually no yeah i just kept i played like 50 50 i think when i got into smite was when i completely dropped console mm. interesting
1: interesting yeah i was a console gamer until i got into smite and then i'm still i actually haven't played my i have to finish horizon forbidden west Oh, i can't believe i haven't finished that uh i literally forgot about it until right now maybe i'm gonna go play horizon (laughs) forbidden west because it's we're over time on the podcast and uh i feel bad that we kept clumsy this long so thanks everybody for for listening and for watching make sure you check out MintMobile.com again the best place to Support us is to go through our sponsors, so mintmobile.com slash backliners. Plus, I mean, it's good for you. You get premium wireless service for just fifteen bucks a month, but could possibly be better than that. Um, next week let's plan on finishing patch notes, Barra. Doing uh, but because we're gonna have more patch notes like soon. We can't take this long on on patch notes, but
2: you know Yeah, we really can't take this long. Like, <laughs> I don't know what we are gonna do and we just talk a lot about, you know, some 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 things in particular you know just there's a big problem that we have as podcast partners we we
1: you know what Barra? i hope you guys have a rough weekend this weekend in the sbl oh i hope we can spend all our time us we going in-depth mistake by mistake that the olympus bolts made this week how does that sound does that sound better
2: That would be a short podcast for us. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) we'll find out
1: about that now, won't we? Uh, All right, thanks everyone for watching slash listening. Make sure you give us a rating. Check out all the prediction shows, mimbo.com slash backliners, all that kind of good stuff. Barra, you know what to do. Bye. It kind of got cut out. uh, No, you know, what? we just got to roll with it, you know? You kind of like
4: pulled away from your mic, you know? Uh, And it didn't really... Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium?